Today is our third Sunday of our sermon series, Mosaic, when God uses all, the, all of our broken pieces. In the past weeks, we have considered together how our God uses our restlessness and our regret. And through the message, we found out about God's amazing work using our restlessness and regret. And today, we will focus upon the jagged edge of rejection. Let us pray. Holy God, we thank you for the words that give us life, the words that give us new insight, the words that give us strength. As we hear your words, make the Holy Spirit open our eyes and open our ears so that we may hear that what you want us to hear and to do. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Have you ever been rejected? Or has there ever been a time in your life when you were not accepted or recognized? I believe all of you have had some sort of rejection experience in your life at least once. It comes in an endless variety of forms from childhood till we die. Rejection from friends, parents, children, or rejection from the one whom you love or love. Rejection from schools or social clubs that you applied to, or not getting the job or getting fired, etc. Last Wednesday, when I picked up Nathan from his daycare, he made a sad face and that he didn't want to, you know, take the car right away. So I asked Nathan, what's wrong with you? What happened to you? He said, my friend doesn't want to play with me. So I asked him, did you do something wrong to him? I don't know. Even little one feel rejection sometimes. So we face rejection every day in some manner. During the time of pandemic, we experience more rejections than ever before. So many people got laid off, declining social and physical interactions caused some people like homebound or sick seniors feel rejected and isolated from their family members and friends. And without masks, we are likely to be denied entry into stores or public areas. Whatever form of rejection you have had, no doubt that rejection is not fun, but painful because it, cause, it causes an acute kind of suffering. Sometimes it can lead to self-rejection that can be destructive. 
Sometimes it can alter the way we see ourselves, others, situations, and even God. You might wonder why God allows us to have this unhappy experience of rejection. How does God speak about this? Where is the gospel in our experience of rejection? One of the comforting things we can consider is that rejection is not just our story. Our God, Jesus Christ, experienced the same thing as us. And you know, the life of Jesus was full of the stories of rejection since he began his ministry. Jesus faced rejection from his hometown people, including his family members. Jesus says in Luke chapter 4, 24, no prophet is accepted in his hometown. And Jesus faced rejection from his disciples. Judas, who once claimed to love him, betrayed Jesus and sold him to the Pharisees with 30 pieces of silver. Peter, who confessed his love and commitment to Jesus more passionately than any other, denied Jesus Christ three times when Jesus was on trial. And today's gospel lesson in Matthew 27 tells us another rejection story of Jesus from his followers who once were amazed by his miracles and his teachings. And no chapter in all of scripture deals with rejection as powerfully as Matthew 27. In that story, the crowd who once followed Jesus Christ now turned their back on him and took him over to their governor to be crucified. Jesus, the innocent one, got mocked and insulted by the soldiers very bitterly. As the story of Jesus show, I think, no one can be excluded from rejection experiences. Even Jesus, because rejection is such a part of our lives as human beings. People disappoint each other all the time. In our families, in our jobs, at school, with our friends, even here at church. People disappoint each other all the time, leading to feelings of rejection, pain, and anger. Indeed, throughout our history as a people of God, we have disappointed God over and over again. With our rejection of God's prophets, God's laws, God's will, 
and even God's Son, Jesus Christ. And unfortunately, I also have seen some people around me who turned away from God because they pointed the finger of blame to God and their, when their wishes were not granted and when their expectations were not met. But you know what? The truth is that our God never rejects us. And our God never leaves us, our story ending with rejection. Because we are the beloved children of God. And each of us is very important to God. God didn't create it worthless, useless, or unimportant people. Everybody is important to God because we are the children of God. Throughout the scripture, God intervenes in the midst of humanity's reject rejection, humanity's rejection of itself, of God, and of each other. And God reframes the picture. For example, when King Pharaoh rejected 10 times the request of Moses, let my people go. God was with Moses and the Israelites, and God saved them from the bondage of the slavery. When the Israelites rejected God by disobeying, God always sent them prophets or judges or kings to help them to return back to God. And you know, Jesus never rejected anyone. Instead, he chose his life to spend time with those who were being rejected by their societies, like sinners, Samaritans, tax collectors, the poor, the sick. And in today's scripture lesson, although Jesus was rejected by his people, although he was crucified by these people, he never rejected them. But rather, he willingly died on the cross and redeemed their sins and our sins. Brothers and sisters, this is how our God works through our rejection. This is how God shows his love in the stories of our rejection. In God's intervention, in the midst of human's rejection, we see a new beginning and we see a different way. So church, please don't let your rejection rule over your life. For God, rejection does not get the last word with God. God wants to use our rejection to transform the world and our lives.
when I look back at my life, my life was filled with so many failure stories and even rejection stories. When I was a senior at high school, I got three rejection letters from the schools that I applied to. It was a painful experience. And after graduation from college, I applied to so many airlines to be a flight attendant. <laughs> yeah, being a flight attendant was my, yeah, my dream back then. <laughs> but I never got to become a flight attendant even after so many attempts. And the people you know, said that, you can be a flight attendant. Look how tall you are. You, you, you are, yeah, you, you are, you are good at position. But I never got the opportunity. And I thought to myself that maybe God didn't like me. That's why God did not help me to get this opportunity. But later, I realized that God had another plan for me. God wanted to use me for his sake. That's how I am here today. Through so many rejections, I learned that God still loved me. When one door closed, another door opens for me. And God always has another plan for me. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 21, verse 42, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is amazing in our eyes. As you well know, the cornerstone is a very important and the principal stone placed at the corner of a building which determines the position of the entire structure because all other stones will be set in reference to this stone. Without the cornerstone, there will be no building. Jesus was rejected by many of his own people. And Jesus is still rejected by many. But God uses our rejection to fulfill his purpose through Jesus Christ. And Jesus became our cornerstone who redeemed our sins and saved our souls. And it became our foundation of our faith. Brothers and sisters, God believes that all situations are redeemable. And all stories are just one page from a new chapter. What is, what is your rejection that you cannot let go of? What is your rejection that hinders you from knowing God's love and God's mercy? Just go to God and give him that place of rejection 
in your life. God can clean up any mess you or I make or get ourselves into. God will love us through the emotion and even through our brokenness. And then God tried to make something new, something beautiful, something useful like mosaic. That's how God works through us, through our brokenness. In just a few moments, you will be invited to the Holy Communion where our God bridged the gap between our rejection and the loneliness to our Lord and Savior and where our Christ says, my body broken for you, my blood shed for you. Communion clearly reveals the sacred gift we receive in Christ's rejection by the world. So friends, come. Come to the table remembering his rejection and his sacrificial love. And as you come to the table to receive the bread and the cup, bring your rejection Bring your rejection to God, to the Lord. And also let us remember with glad and generous hearts how God uses our rejection for the transformation of the world. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you for using our rejection although it is an ugly part of our lives. The world that we live in is imperfect, and we are broken, and we are hurt each day. O oh Lord, touch our hearts and heal us with your touch so we may feel your love all the time. Help us to see your purpose over our broken pieces. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.